You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I am your host, Nola J, and my co-host is MIA. So let's get it started. It's been a while since we did our first episode, so I'm going to go ahead and do episode two, short and sweet, and get to the point and start with our No Reason stories. Let's start with my hometown, Wisconsin. I really want to start off with us. Uh, There's a couple things going on in sports because I'm a big sports fan. For no reason, we got rid of Jordy Nelson. I'm upset. Well, Miss Jordy and Aaron Rodgers together. So, bye, Jordy. Also, just found out recently that Aaron Rodgers is one of the owners of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, our awesome quarterback owns part of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, what people don't know, I mean, it's exciting that he owns the Bucks and part of the owner. I mean, we have two main owners. But I recently found out a little research this is Wisconsin so I guess it's kept under wraps is we have five African American businessmen that also have ownership in the Milwaukee Bucks so we got them Rogers the two main ones I think we got another uh, billionaire and I believe the Bucks is worth um, a billion dollars at this point so I never knew that we actually had a uh, African-American dudes and ownership. I know Rogers is a big deal and we, and that's, that's cool, but it's nice to know that. And I believe because of these owners, I think this is why it really happened was, um, the new owners that we had when we recently got them, uh, John Henson, that sorry Bucks player. I can't stand him, but anyways, he was racially profiled in one of our suburbs back in the day. I don't agree with that. What happened? It was a jewelry store. They shut down and closed when they saw him coming in. And then from that point on, um, the new owners at the time, they were new. They're just still the owners, but at the time there's brand new and they was just shocked of by all the, uh, racism that is in Wisconsin, which of course me being living here, I'm not shocked by it. So they were shocked and they pledged to do more stuff with the community. So they hired people to make sure they help build the new arena and give more, uh, African-Americans jobs uh, with the new arena and come to find out, like I said, we got five black African-American business owners, part ownership of the Bucks on top of our awesome quarterback. So that was some great news. Um, Also, speaking of my Milwaukee Bucks, we are in the playoffs. We're tied up two to two, beating the Boston Celtics. So that was exciting. That was an exciting game on Sunday. I didn't appreciate that little Backstreet Boys at our arena for no reason. He didn't need to be there. I was sick of looking at him. So I'm glad we beat them. But then on another note on our lovely state of Wisconsin, uh, Giannis, one of our major stars, which I'm sure by now everybody in the world knows him because he got extra uh, attention 
from the 60 Minutes piece because we had the lovely uh, Stormy Daniels on that evening. So that brought a lot of attention to Giannis. But Giannis was refused or he wasn't refused. I guess he couldn't get a table at one of our taco, taco spots in Milwaukee. And I made a big, huge deal for no reason. Um, come to find out, they had asked him. They told him it was going to be a $10 wait, a $10 wait, a 10 minute wait. He waited, but come to find out, his ankle is injured. So he didn't want to stand and wait, so he left. It became a huge ordeal. It was this big old deal, and everyone was losing their mind, thinking he was denied, and blah, 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 blah. So that was all straightened out. Giannis didn't think it was a big deal. His ankle hurt. That was the bottom line. He didn't want to wait 10 minutes. I still think that's kind of crazy because they say he go there all the time, so I would think... I don't know that maybe they would just keep a table empty just in case he came in, but it is what it is. It wasn't a great week for black men in service last week. We had Starbucks, LA Fitness, uh, Giannis, and then my prince. Yes, this weekend was the second anniversary of his death. Rest in peace to the legend. And come to find out that this man had an accidental overdose with some counterfeit pills. And they can't not charge anyone. I think that's absolutely crazy. And I'm kind of pissed off about that. Because I don't understand that one. He didn't know he was taking fake Vicodins. Now, I don't know about his his drug abuse and all that. I know that little uh, crazy woman, Sinead O'Connor, came out talking about... I don't know what she was talking about. I remember she accused Arsenio Hall of some stuff and she had to retract it because he sued her or was going to sue her and she had to take it back. So I, I really don't believe much that come out of her mouth, but I don't know what type of abuse he had or whatever. I know that man wore heels pretty much 24-7, performed in them. And as a woman, we all know heels can be harsh. And he wore them all the time and performed his ass off in them. So um, I'm just it's just messed up that they can't figure out who was giving the counterfeit pills. But I did do something that was super corny, though. I always go to Paisley Park when I'm in Minnesota doing gigs. And I just went there recently, earlier this year, I went to Paisley Park. And I decided this particular time, I did kind of a fanish thing. I went to the Walgreens, like the last Walgreens, where you see that he was it, like the day before or something, he was there. I just went to that Walgreens for no reason. I just walked in there, walking around. I don't know what I was looking for. I don't know if I was going to ask anybody anything. I don't know what I was doing. I was just like, oh, Prince, this is the last place you guys at in the parking lot, pacing around, waiting on his prescription. So I just bought some cheap-ass lip gloss and left and was like, oh, I don't know what that meant. But for no reason I did that. It was kind of corny. But one thing I can say, from doing all those tours, because I've been to the Pace Bar tours a lot, when they showed the the, the death scene and the, the house of Pace Bar, it looks exactly the same. So now, when I go again, because I'm always going to go, now I know exactly where, uh, where he was found, which is kind of eerie. It's kind of messed up. I saw the pictures. It made me sad that day. So we're going to move on on that. And let's get to our no reason um, stories. Now, I always pick on I always pick on Florida. But I'm going to go ahead and pick on some different um, cities right now. Let's start with the nap. Indianapolis. I got a story out here about a lady who turns 
this this is the title. Woman turns to Indianapolis firefighters for help with a stone raccoon. What the hell is going on in the nap? Apparently, this woman was losing her mind. So she went to the firehouse. She rang the doorbell. Well, this is what the fireman said. As many times as the doorbell on the firehouse was pushed, the firefighters were quite certain that some something bad was going on outside because she kept ringing the doorbell like crazy. So the woman was upset saying um, that she needed treatment for her pet raccoon. Now, anybody know me? No, I hate raccoons. I, if I see a raccoon, I faint, I pass, I can't stand them. They're so dirty, grimy. I hate raccoons. She said the raccoon had exposed to a large amount of marijuana. They could tell that the raccoon was lethargic and met all of the symptoms that would typically run <laughs> into when someone has been exposed to marijuana. It's really left, it really left the guys scratching their heads that someone brought a raccoon in the firehouse at 2 in the morning seeking help, especially with conditions that the animal was in. So we hope the raccoon made a full recovery. Listen. I don't give a damn about that raccoon. I don't care if he's high, bleeding. I cannot stand raccoons. So, um, proves that the firefighters felt bad because as much as they love animals, there wasn't much they could do except let it take its course. You know, the, the, the thing that I don't understand about this story is, why in the hell does she have a pet, pet raccoon? Who in the hell has a pet raccoon for no reason? For no reason she got a pet raccoon. I remember when I, um, years ago, I had an apartment that lived, I lived right next to the river and there was times where I couldn't even live the, leave the house to get my car to go anywhere because there'd be like 10 raccoons surrounded around my car and I was in for the evening. I don't mess with raccoons. I can't stand them. They gross me out. They scare me. If one of them even come up to me, I would if one of them even come up to me, I'd pass out, I'd faint. I don't mess with raccoons. So I don't understand why her dumbass had a raccoon as a pet to begin with, and she can't explain how the pet got high and what the hell is going on, and why are you bugging our firefighters over some dumb, dirty, ratty raccoon for no damn reason. Okay? For no damn reason. All right, so let's move on to another city that's trying to imitate Florida. Let's go to Detroit. Detroit. There's a man that stripped naked and started dancing after a traffic accident near the city of Detroit. Let me break this story down to you. Police arrested a motorist who, supposed, who stripped naked and danced in the street following a multi-vehicle crash west of Detroit. Police said the man plowed his pickup into other vehicles last Tuesday, exited the truck, took off his damn clothes, and the witness, witness her name is, um, I can't pronounce it, Jaza Vlafa, I don't know, told the television station that the man remarked to the police that he was free after throwing off his clothing, he said the man tried to run away but was caught handcuffed by the officers. Police 
were, <laughs> were not immediately sure what caused the pickup driver's erratic behavior. One person was, was in the hospital. The crash involved at least five vehicles. No serious report. I, what, what is going on with people? For no damn reason, you get in an accident, you get out, and you decide you want to dance and twerk. And you didn't cause a whole, you didn't, you didn't messed up about five people's days, five people's lives with your shenanigans for no damn reason. Explain that to me. Now that's Detroit. Let me see. What's another city I can pick on? Oh, we got good old the NOLA, Louisiana. But I don't think this was in New Orleans. This was in, um, let me see here. <laughs> No, this wasn't in um, New Orleans, but it was in Louisiana, Monroe, Louisiana, another city trying to be like Florida. Homeowner <laughs> finds naked intruder in her tub eating Cheetos. Okay, people, I can't anymore. What, what is really going on? What is really going on? A Louisiana woman <laughs> is accused of breaking to a home, stripping naked, and taking a bath while eating homeowners Cheetos. <laughs> this for no damn reason. For no did she steal anything or did she need to just wash her ass as she was hungry? I don't understand this. So Evelyn Washington, that's her name. Evelyn Washington, 29 years old, was arrested on Tuesday and charged with simple burglary and criminal damage to property and home invasion. According to the police report, a woman returned to her home in Moreau and found a naked woman in her bathtub. Washington reportedly told the officer that an unknown man told her to break into the house. Both the suspect and the victim said they didn't know each other. They, <laughs> they took her to the little correctional center that they have for no reason she didn't this article does not tell me did she steal anything she just went in there and just washed her ass she needed a nice bath and wanted some cheetos for no reason for no reason she just did that did you imagine coming home to that ain't took nothing out of your house but they just sitting up in there chilling in the bathtub with some candles eating some cheetos okay we got another story and this is another one Another city pretending to be Florida. And I'm sure everybody heard this story. This went um, um, nationwide. Okay, this story went um, out to everyone, which I'm pretty sure you guys heard it. It's the 911 operator who decided she didn't want to work anymore. She was hanging up on calls for about a year. And the reason they decided to look into this, because they couldn't understand why all their calls under 20 seconds were being hung up on. Now, you have to understand, this lady is 44 years old. She's a grown-ass woman. So she knows exactly what she's doing. She's very aware of what 911 is. It's a serious job. A 911 operator is a very serious job. So this is how the story goes. A former 911 operator has been found guilty of hanging up on people calling for emergency services and sentenced to 10 days in jail and 18 months of probation. Harris County jurors on Wednesday found 44-year-old grown-ass woman, Kashrinda Williams, of course that's her name, guilty of interference with emergency telephone calls. It's a misdemeanor. Williams worked as a 911 operator. Don't you hate when a story where you hope it's not 
stereotypical, but it becomes it. I mean, I, I, I listen. I'm not judging anyone, but Crescenda Williams. So, anyways, let's move on. So, anyway, she worked uh, for a year and a half at a Houston um, emergency center in Texas until she got caught in August of 2016. She was fired. Like I said, they were trying to figure out why all these calls under 20 seconds were being um, 20 seconds were being hung up on. Two calls found during the investigation included a caller trying to report a violent robbery and another where a caller said two drivers were racing down the interstate. Williams told investigators she hung up on them because she didn't want to talk to people anymore. You are 44 years old. You are a grown-ass woman. You chose a job where you talk on the phone. You chose a job where you have to help people. 911 operator. What are you talking about you want to talk to people? At those times. What, what, what? For no reason. You just didn't want to talk to people. You just weren't feeling it that day. So emergency caller John Morton told uh, their local news. He called 911 on 2016 to report that two vehicles were speeding down the intersection. He initially thought the call had dropped. But according to the documents, she just hung up on him. She just didn't want to talk to him. After he finished explaining the emergency, she allegedly said, ain't, quote, ain't nobody got time for this. For real. Since the, she then hung up the phone. So her exact words was, ain't nobody got time for this for real. The citizens of Harris County rely on 911-11 operators to dispatch help to their time of need, says the assistant district attorney. So when a public service betrays the community's trust and breaks the law, we have a responsibility to hold them criminally accountable. And then documents also stated that thousands of short calls have been attributed to her the whole entire time. 44 years old, grown-ass woman, hanging up on emergency calls for 9-11 because she ain't had time for it for no reason at all. Whoo! Okay, so that was Texas. Now, I do have a couple Florida stories. I haven't leave them out. I was just getting those uh, cities that like to pretend they're Florida. Um, I'm going to do these super quick, and then I'm going to do one more story, and then I'm getting out of here, make it short and sweet. Um, Florida men, this is the title, one dressed in a bull costume, accused of trying to burn down a house using ragu sauce. Is it ragu, ragu, ragu? Rego, right? Spaghetti sauce, bottom line. Two Florida men are accused of breaking into their ex-boyfriend's home. See this, okay, th- th- that confuses me. They both have the same boyfriend. Was it a, 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 they all three of them were together? Okay, I'm going to ignore that part. It's Florida. So I guess this is normal. And they use ragu sauce to try and burn down the house. So what they did was uh, the victim called 911 after being alerted by security cameras. Could you imagine if that Krishana got this call? She definitely would have hung up in the first second. The victim called 911 after being alerted to security cameras of motion being detected in the house. Uh, he said a towel had been placed over one of the cameras. Arriving, the deputies saw a red SUV leaving the area 
and conducted a stop. The two men inside the vehicle later identified as themselves as the two guys, and one of them was in a bull costume. You guys have to remember this. One was in a bull costume. The men initially denied that they broke in, but when the police went into the home, they found a burning pot of ragu sauce and a washcloth near the stove's burner, which appeared to be an effort to start a fire. I didn't know you start fire ragu sauce. That, I, this is some new shit. Florida always teaching me new things. He was trying to make it look like, <laughs> like the victim had left the stove <laughs> on. <laughs> But the police was like, who gets, well, the victim was like, who gets up at two in the morning and fixes Sketty? He said Sketty. This is Florida. I didn't understand what Sketty was at first. So they both were charged with unarmed burglary, grand theft, and arson. And one of them, I guess the guy in the bull costume, was held on a 25500 bond. The other one is just left in, in jail without a bond. I, I don't know what goes on in Florida, but for no reason. They tried to burn her house down for rat goat. I'm going to leave Florida alone. I'm going to leave those stories alone. But there's something that's coming up because I want to get to it. I was going to talk about the reboot because we reboot in the 90s. And uh, they're, the biggest reboot right now is DMX going back to jail for no reason. He getting a year. And he played one of his rap songs in the court for no reason. He's been like arrested for like, I think he's been arrested 14 times. I think he's got like 14 kids, so I think he's got a kid in arrest for no reason. So I wish the best for DMX. He's a great artist. He just, I don't know what it is with jail. So let me move on because I'm going to get done with this super quick. Um, in a no reason racist, racial story, whatever you want to call it, good old Rachel Dozal has a Netflix documentary coming out for no damn reason. It is called the Transracial Human Rights Advocate. I can't with her. I can't. She has a documentary out. And I don't know if you guys seen the trailer. And I think it comes out. I think it comes out this month. It comes out next Friday. No, it comes out this Friday, April 27th. It comes out this Friday. And if you've seen the trailer, you can see her black son annoyed with her. Yes, he's black. Because back in our day, 1% drop, black, you black. Annoyed. You just watch the trailer. He's just like, why is she doing this? She's already ruined our lives. I don't understand why she, you trying to, for no reason, keep trying to push this transracial thing. I Listen, people of color, we cannot just change our skin and become white. Now, the closest person that's doing that is Sammy Sosha. I'm not quite sure what he's trying to prove, but... He's about to that point. I think he's trying to do that. So her documentary is coming out. I guess she go. <laughs> I guess she go tell her struggle of being transracial. How's that a thing? She, we can't do that. People of color, we can't do that. She can, but she can't. So she's making this a thing. It's a documentary for no reason. Nobody gives a damn. Of course, I'm gonna watch it because I'm just. I'm just trying to understand why does she think that this is a thing. Um. So that'll be out this Friday. Um, she's not getting paid for it because I know it was a big uproar because with the whole Mo- Monique thing, everybody thinking she's getting paid for it and and why she, uh, they're paying this the fake black lady to do it and not whatever. And then on a side note, I just learned that this woman does hair. 
and her clients are all on Facebook bragging about how um <laughs> bragging about how good she would braids and she does such a great job and I listen, I, I really don't understand all that. But if you guys are curious like I am, I'm definitely gonna be checking it out to see what's going on. So I'm gonna end on a couple notes. And then uh, next week, I do have a great show coming up because the uh, DC, Marvel, all that stuff. I don't understand any of that. So I'm going to have a couple people come on the show next week and explain to me all that stuff since this Affinity War is coming out and Black Panther's been out and all these movies. I don't understand it. So next week, we're going to discuss that. It's going to be a little bit tighter next week. I just threw this out because it's been a long time since Ep 1. So I just wanted to get something out there. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Starbucks boycott, like we all are talking about. I love Starbucks. That's like one of my favorite places to go to. Um, I'm upset because this boycott was so unorganized. I don't know who the hell I'm supposed to be following. I'm listening to Kevin Hart. I'm listening to T.I. I I don't know who our leaders are. I don't know uh, who we should turn to in times like this. Um, I remember the 90s. Were we a little bit more organized because we had like Public Enemy, we had uh, X Clan, we had all kind of. We were very conscious and we came together and we boycotted and it came. This was the most confusing ass boycott I've ever been a part of. I don't know if we boycotted, if we not. It was kind of bogus what they did to those young men, and then now Starbucks is going to shut down, I guess, for half a day and teach their employees how to deal with. Black people, when they don't order anything but use the bathroom training, I'm completely confused about what's going on. But I haven't had Starbucks. I don't know why, because I just, I haven't. I have no clue uh, why I'm boycotting. I know Kevin Hart said don't. T.I. said yes. Uh, It's very conflicting. So I'm going to need somebody to get together and figure out when we boycott stuff, when we do things, or what's going on. So we can figure out what's going on. Because right now, I'm boycotting Starbucks for no damn reason. I think. I don't know. Maybe I should. Who knows? So, um, I'm going to end it on this. Thanks for listening. Stick with me. I'll get it together. Eventually. It'll get better, of course. Um, Please check me out on my uh, social medias. Or just go to my website at nolajcomedy.com. You can link up to all that. Please help me. Gain me some fans, do something. I suck at the social media thing. But I appreciate you guys listening to this. Um, And this was the No Reason Podcast. And I'll talk to you guys next week. And hopefully, I have a co-host, but at least I know... Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the chocolate blonde. Go to the website, nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.